Hi, welcome to Office Hours with Janelle Vu and Anil Desange. We go over MixLab internal medicine questions with expert IM docs in the field here at UC Davis. So I have Dr. Mola here with me today. Dr. Mola, can you tell us how you started working at UC Davis? Yeah, thanks so much, Janelle, and uh, thanks for inviting me here. Um, so yeah, I uh, I actually grew up in a small town in West Virginia, and I won't get into my life story, but uh, did uh, undergraduate and uh, medical school there, and then went on to do my residency training in internal medicine at uh, George Washington University in Washington, D.C. So finished that up and then uh, headed over to the West Coast, came to UC Davis in 2008, and I think what drew me to UC Davis was the opportunity uh, to teach uh, house staff, medical students, uh, residents, uh, love medical students, uh, so have no regrets and have enjoyed myself ever since. Great, thank you. All right, so the first question we're going to do is a general medicine item 31 from Mixap. This is a 70-year-old man evaluated because of increasing new onset mid-back pain that is worse at night, interferes with his sleep, and does not improve with NSAIDs. The patient underwent radical prostatectomy for prostate cancer two years ago. He has had urinary incontinence since surgery, which has significantly increased over the past weeks. Physical exam includes tenderness over the mid-thoracic vertebrae, mild flexor weakness, and hyperreflexia of the lower extremities. So, Dr. Mola, which of the following diagnostic studies should be done next? A, bone scan. B, MRI of the brain. C, MRI of the thoracolumbar spine. Or D, plain radiographs of the thoracic spine. All right. Thanks, Janelle. So these are the kind of questions I always hated when I was taking these uh, types of exams is trying to figure out what the best test is uh, for the disorder. Now, uh, for me, just as a general rule of thumb, I like to uh, read all the answers real briefly and then go back to the stem. Uh, So that tends to save me a little bit of of time. But when we look at the stem, there's a lot of uh, red flags there. So right off the bat, it's a 70-year-old gentleman, so elderly as opposed to a young person. And then a bunch of red flags about his symptom. So worse at night, interferes with his sleep. Whenever you have anything that interferes with sleep or wakes you up in the middle of the night, then it's uh, bound to be ominous. So, for example, a headache uh, that wakes you up in the middle of the night, uh, that's something that we take really seriously. Uh, the pain does not improve with NSAIDs. So musculoskeletal pain is something that commonly causes uh, back pain, but we would expect that to get better with NSAIDs. So the fact that it doesn't, that also uh, makes you think of a, of a big red flag. And the other thing is that uh, the patient had prostate cancer, history of prostate cancer. So that also uh, is a huge red flag. And then we have some major things on physical exam, mid-thoracic vertebral pain, flexor weakness, and hyperreflexia. So all of these things right off the bat tell me that I need to figure this out quickly. Um, You know, the sense of urgency is is quite high. So why don't we go through, uh, so I would have picked C, MRI of the thoracolumbar spine, but why don't we go through each one and sort of go through why and why not, all right? So MRI of the thoracolumbar spine, basically you want an imaging modality which would rule out spinal cord compression. And some things that make you think of cord compression, 
the history of prostate cancer with uh, metastatic lesions to the spine. The big causes of metastatic lesions to the spine, the, the big cancers, prostate, breast, and lung, I like to use the mnemonic lead kettle. What's that mean? So um, lead kettle, if you remember the, the periodic sign, uh, periodic table, lead is for PB, uh, so, and then kettle, K-E-T-L. So P for prostate, B for breast, K for kidney or renal cell cancer, T for thyroid, and then L for lung. Oh, wow. I really like that. <laughs> Thanks for the mnemonic, Dr. Mola. Pleasure's mine. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the, the cancers that I think of that uh, go to the bone. Uh, and so, you know, with this history of prostate cancer, we have to have a high index of suspicion for that. The initial symptom in patients with epidural spinal cord compression, usually a spinal or radicular pain that may precede onset of neurologic symptoms. Now, spinal cord compression is an emergency, so MRI would help us to visualize the architecture quickly and evaluate for actual cord compression. Now, early surgical intervention uh, results in better outcomes, and so we really do need to make a diagnosis quickly. Now, the other option, bone scan, this is very sensitive for detecting bone mets and can visualize the entire skeleton. The important thing to note about a bone scan is that it's uh, what we consider a functional test, which makes it a little bit more different from the other imaging modalities. So what we do with a bone scan is we give radioactive tracer, and this is taken up by osteoblasts in the bone. So it really looks at metabolic activity, and many tumors can cause increased metabolic activity. Now, the thing about a bone scan, which gets asked a lot in board exams as well as pimp question on the wards, is uh, what malignancy does it miss? Do you know, Janelle? I, I actually don't know. All right. <laughs> Multiple myeloma. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you go back to uh, first-year histology and anatomy, remember that, osteo that bones have osteoblasts and osteoclasts. So certain tumors caused increased osteoblastic activity. So prostate, breast, uh, these are the things that would light up on a bone scan. Multiple myeloma, uh, if you remember, activates osteoclasts. And so uh, that causes lytic bone lesions. So actually... A skeletal survey or plain uh, uh, x-rays would be better for multiple myeloma. Multiple myeloma gets tested a lot on these boards, uh, board exams as well. And so just remember that if you suspect multiple myeloma, uh, do not get a bone scan, uh, get plain x-rays. The other thing, uh, I have a nice little mnemonic for uh, multiple myeloma as well. I think I might know this one. Is what? it crab? Awesome. Okay. Yeah, good job. <laughs> and what do, what do the letters? Okay, uh, so C is for hypercalcemia, R is for renal involvement, A is for anemia, and B is for bone. Good, good. And then the S? Oh, I don't know what the S is. <laughs> S-PEP uh, okay. for a, a monoclonal spike. Very good, very good. So that was bone scan. Now, MRI of the brain... Uh, when you look at his physical exam, there's tenderness over the mid-thoracic vertebra, mild flexor weakness, and hyperreflexia of the lower extremities. So the hyperreflexia, they, you know, this uh, implies a central lesion rather than a peripheral. 
Now, if we were thinking of a brain, uh, usually symptoms are unilateral, whereas his symptoms are bilateral. Other things that go with the brain include, you know, there's usually other high-level deficits uh, involved, uh, problems with memory, vision, and especially seizures. Patients with uh, central, you know, with a brain lesion uh, usually present with seizures. So all of these go against uh, him having something in the brain. Now, things that go along with spine, so mid-thoracic vertebral pain, and the spinal cord often bilateral, and usually they have bowel bladder problems and erectile dysfunction. So uh, MRI of the brain would miss lesions in his spine, so that's not the right answer there. And then finally, <clears throat> plain radiographs of the spine. These are good for compression fractures of the thoracic spine, but sensitivity or specificity uh, is uh, not going to be so great for uh, spinal cord compression. Really, you want something uh, like an MRI, which gives you a good view of the architecture and uh, gives you a good uh, view of soft tissue structures. So uh, MRI of the thoracolumbar spine would be preferred over that. All right, any questions, Janelle? So if you were to sum this up in one sentence about kind of what's important from this question, how would you put that? So I think the uh, important uh, aspect of this question is which study would uh, give you the diagnosis in someone at high risk for spinal cord compression? And uh, the answer would be MRI of the thoracolumbar spine. Great. Is there anything else you wanted to add about this question? Uh, let me think about it for a sec. <laughs> uh, I can't think of anything. Okay. Great. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Office Hours with Janelle and Anil. This was recorded and edited by us, us. and made possible by UC Davis Doctoring 4.